0: Cosmic Awakening, a sonic exploration of science, fiction, and music by Hans de and
1: How do visions of alternative worlds transform into music? do sounds and rhythms in turn redefine the so-called reality on planet Earth? If you seriously want to pose questions about the future, you should delve deeper into the conceptual spaces of science fiction and into its sounds. Interplanetary rhythms, extraterrestrial music, sonic fiction, however scientific or speculative they may be, They also unfold their impact on the human civilization on planet Earth. For a good 60 years, science
0: fiction-influenced music has been a fertile and diverse field for testing ideas and inventing possible worlds. Its resonance can be perceived all around the world, in the words of poets and writers, in the real and imagined soundscapes, and in the music of parallel universes. As writer Samuel R. Delaney once put it, Science fiction doesn't try to predict the future, but rather offers a significant distortion of the present. Together with Delaney, the cosmically awakened are wondering, what can arise from this distortion? How could the world be different?
1: Cosmic Awakening, Chapter One. In space, no one can hear you scream.
2: We cast this message into the cosmos. It is likely to survive a billion years into our future, when our civilization is profoundly altered and the surface of the Earth may be vastly changed.
3: Let's start with the end of the world. Why don't we get it over with and move on to more interesting things? It is after the end of the world. Don't you know that yet? The first thing to do is to
0: consider time as officially ended. We'll work on the other side of time. We'll teleport the whole planet here through music.
3: And no father to be there stood.
1: Since it's after the end of the world, the best idea is to start from nothing. Let's try to remain absolutely silent for a moment. Let's try to extract the last essence of beauty from these dying echoes.
0: The well-known silence of the universe is recognised by many astrophysicists as an inarguable fact, since persistent radio monitoring yielded nothing. Most of the universe consists of a vacuum where sound waves cannot travel. The tagline that was invented to promote Ridley Scott's movie Alien is nothing but a factual statement. In space, no one can hear you scream.
1: But humans do not tolerate emptiness. This is why they help themselves with visions and sound hallucinations. They try to make sense of their surroundings, and they also do so in visual and acoustic terms. They want to see the stars. They want to hear the universe. They want to know that there's something happening out there, on the myriads of celestial bodies, and in the immeasurable nothing between them.
0: Now it's starting again. Again, I'm imagining to hear something.
1: In the year 1964 of the common era on planet Earth, the cosmic microwave background radiation was discovered. A permanent noise at a wavelength of 7.35 centimeters and an estimated temperature of 3.5 degrees Kelvin. Some scientists describe it as a kind of echo of the Big Bang, which in turn is the main myth at the core of human cosmogony. The Big Bang, quite a musical metaphor.
0: From this discovery, one can deduct there is vibration in any silence. There is music even where you can't hear a thing.
2: Is there a boundary between music and background noise?
3: Specification. A. If there is a boundary between music and noise, it manifests itself in the limits of the percepting entity. For example, in the routines of the human ear or in unchallenged brain capacities. Specification. B. Referring to Stanislav Lem. A stream of information. Human speech for example does not always tell us that it is information and not a chaos of sounds. Often we receive a foreign language as complete babble. Individual words can be distinguished only by someone who understands the language. This is precisely the essence of noise. That the order of appearance of its elements, be they sounds or other signals, is unforeseeable. In the year 1956 of the
1: Common Era on planet Earth, B.B. Barron and Lewis Barron composed the music for the science fiction movie Forbidden Planet. It was the first entirely electronically generated soundtrack. But the sonic inventions of the Barons were not considered to be real music by the producers of the movie, which also saved them some money, by the way. Bibi and Louis Barron were only credited for producing electronic tonalities, as if there exists a boundary between music and tonalities. That's a mere delusion, just as the boundary
0: between science fiction and social reality is an optical illusion, as Donna Haraway famously stated in her Cyborg Manifesto.
1: In her novel The Left Hand of Darkness, Ursula K. Le Guin describes a vast, ornate procession taking place in the city of Erinrang, in the kingdom of Karhide, on a planet called Winter, or Gethin, in the language of its own people. The parade moves to the music of metal horns and hollow blocks of bone and wood and the dry, pure lilting of electronic flutes. Especially remarkable is another instrument, though.
0: The gossip all, played only in the king's presence, produces a preposterous, disconsolate bellow. Forty of them played together shakes one's reason, shakes the towers of Erenrang, shake down a last spatter of rain from the windy clouds. If this is the royal music, no wonder the kings of Carhide are all mad.
2: Of the 200 billion stars in the Milky Way galaxy, some, perhaps many, may have inhabited planets and spacefaring civilizations. If one such civilization intercepts and can understand these recorded contents, here is our message.
0: That's Chuck Berry there, rocking and rolling and radiating energy like a supernova. This very song, Johnny Be Good," was included in the first ever music compilation that humanity sent off to outer space, as a gift and a message to whoever might find the golden disc
1: that it was engraved on, maybe only a billion years from now. In the year 1977 of the Common Era, Two copies of the so-called Golden Record left planet Earth aboard the NASA space probes Voyager 1 and Voyager 2. By now, both space probes have left the heliosphere and are traveling through the interstellar medium. A fictional psychic
0: character portrayed by a comedian on US television was the first human to intercept a reply message from space. And he was also able to decode it, a clear statement made up of four words the first positive proof that other intelligent beings inhabit the universe.
3: Send more uh,
1: Chuck Berry's music was one of the main elements in this self-portrait, made of sound, that mankind sent off to some unknown intelligent species, somewhere in space. Part of the Voyager Golden Record compilation were also, among others, a Bach concerto, a night chant by the Navajo, Georgian choral singing, a wedding song from Peru, and a percussion piece by the Mahi musicians of Benin.
0: Engraved on the disk were also sounds of thunder and rain, crickets and frogs, hyenas and elephants, tractors and trains. And greetings in 55 languages. Among them, this message in the Amoy dialect, spoken in Southeast China. Friends of space, how are you all? Have you eaten yet? Come visit us if you have time.
1: The golden record featured a debatable selection, of course. But that's how a team of exclusively U.S.-American experts commissioned by NASA tried to represent the whole of humanity and leave a sound mark outside of their home planet.
2: It was known, now, exactly how a civilization would need to proceed if it wished to communicate with others. The preliminary step was to send call signals in a wide band, signals that were rhythmic.
0: That is what the main character in Stanislav Lem's novel, His Master's Voice, claims. According to this understanding, civilizations can communicate through sound and rhythm. This is something that jazz musician Sun Ra not only suggested, he turned this wisdom into his philosophy of life. This music is all part of another tomorrow, Sun Ra said, another kind of
1: language. Sun Ra also said, The people on Earth have no music that is in coordination with their spirits. Because of this, they're out of tune with the universe.
3: Um. 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 The music is different here. The vibrations are different. Not like Planet Earth. Planet Earth. Sound of guns. Anger. Frustration. There was no one to talk to on Planet Earth who would understand. Communication from an unknown source received at an unspecified date sometime in the 20th century of the common era.
2: In a room in a tower, high above the city, a piano was playing a man.
1: This was Cosmic Awakening, a
0: sonic exploration of science, fiction, and music by Haus de dawelt
1: Voice 1. Sarge Lynch. Voice
0: 2. Sasha
2: Pereira. Editing and Production, Julia Forkefeld Recording, Matthias Hardenberger Concept and Script, Arno Raffiner